So, so what happened next? So I went and I got tested. Where did they? Well, they, they stuck it in my nose. So what was the result? Um, they said positive, but oh, 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 oh. yeah. Hello, 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 and welcome to another edition of Ring Crew Radio. I am the arbiter of all things professional wrestling, PJ Stackpole, alongside the infamous Nikki K. Faves. And coming off the top rope, as per usual, the high flyer, Frank Cliff. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Good. Good. How are you doing? Doing well. I'm great. great. Another day. Every day above ground is a good day. <laughs> exactly. It's the yeah. way you gotta see life. There's very few things in life worth getting upset over. But I hear we, we've upset the audience, Mr. Cliff. As, as usual. We didn't do it. <laughs> as fucking usual. You know, we did, God, thank God these people are our friends and they know we suck. Or else they'd really expect a professional, on-time product. I've received a list of complaints. One is we don't post enough content. Another complaint, we post too much content. It's amazing. Enough content on what? I've been, I've been hitting the page heavy. You've been I, reposting shit. Yeah. But this, that's productive. We appreciate you. This popcorn is good. You're not going to eat... That You're not doing time, that. You're not right? doing that to people. This isn't ASMR. You have horse teeth and you chew like an animal. But speaking of Instagram, I would encourage everybody out there. You know, Frank, you're responsible in part for our um, our artwork for Ring for Radio. I have fun with it. Right? You have a lot of fun with it. You post the heads. Now, those heads were drawn by a very special individual. My brother. Who you can find on Instagram as Bat Lego Man. That is. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that funny? That man drew our goddamn logo. I, you disrespectful the, the piece logo, of shit. The logo was great. I just didn't know his name. I love it. <laughs> he said, "I'll I'll draw this for you. Just drop my Instagram on air, and you just laughed at it." No, it, it was nothing to do with that. The way you said it. You piece of shit. We're gonna like, lose all our fucking adverts. It was, it was the way you said it. <laughs> oh my. I, I, I merely told you his handle is Bat Lego Man. I'm gonna go follow him right now. Yeah, Thank speaking you very of much. a person who grabs his handle too much, anyway, um, and we appreciate that we do, despite some idiot's reaction. Right. <laughs> and and while you're at it, also follow Ring Crew Radio if you didn't already to I, see the things that Nikki K. Faves put up every day. Two fifty. Look at that. Let's get to a thousand, and we right um we'll do it. nothing. You took it right out of my mouth. I was about to say, follow Ring Crew Radio for some good content. Bat Lego Man, he has 7,000 followers. He's going places. Well, more than us. Now he has 7,001. 7,283. They say when Nikki K. Babes follows you, you lose three followers. (laughs) (laughs) But all right, we're here on official business. Gentlemen, last week we watched the War Games 1992. I got some good feedback for that episode. I had a lot of fun. And tonight, we will be reviewing, or rather a watch-along, of another professional wrestling bout from the past. And we'll get to that later on. We won't spoil it. So stay tuned for a watch-along after our official five counts. It's a rope break, you son of a bitch. Frank, why are we... It is. It is a rope break. Why are we doing a five count instead of the ten count? Tell the people. But we don't want to sit here and talk about the same fucking shit every week, so we're going to try to switch it up. 
We're trying to avoid Raw and SmackDown this week because to us there wasn't anything really of notoriety that we need to discuss right now. We can let it build up for a few weeks and right. really hammer it home. I did, I did like the ending to Raw. I yeah, did. they're doing some fun stuff. But, I mean, it seems that the people want to hear us talk about the newsworthy stuff. And, and the war games. They definitely want to hear about war games. So, so yeah, I think there's, there's more in news and there's more certainly meat on the bone as it comes to war games, mm-hmm. which I did watch. And as far as Raw and SmackDown goes, Roman Reigns, still the best thing going. Randy <laughs> Orton, still tremendous. Doing some good stuff with Drew and Sheamus. But as my co-host said, um, it's better to let a little time go, let these things marinate, and then discuss them when you can kind of discuss mm-hmm. them in their totality. But we'll start our five count tonight. With War Games! War Games! This Sunday, I watched it. Gentlemen, what did we think? I thought it was fantastic. Top to bottom. I thought the whole card was, was great. Did, I, I, didn't I find a snake. Did not find a stinker on that. I thought everything hit perfectly. Well done. Thank so, you. Yeah, it was a great... <laughs> and that's it, folks. It was very, it was very good. And uh, we can start with the first match, which was the women's match. Yeah. Now, Nikki K. Faves. Never let it be said that he's not a uh, a progressive-thinking wrestling fan. He said, Peach, if you only watch one thing, make it the women's match. I told him. I said that. I thought the women's match was fantastic. I thought it was the best thing on the card. Yeah. And I will tell you right now, everybody at home, take note of the name, Dakota Kai. She is where it's at. The talent. The unbridled talent. The facial expressions. The body language. The booking, certainly. Because I'm not a big NXT fan. But I... I knew everything I needed to know about this character watching the match and hearing the commentary. I, she started the thing. Mm-hmm. She was the heel, right? Yeah. Or she was the heel team. Yep. And I, they even won. And most uniquely about this match, as pointed out by Frank Cliff, we were laughing last week. Normally, K-Fabes, who has the advantages? The heels, yeah, the baby. Who time. had the advantage this time? Yep, the baby face. Very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. And, did, and got Dakota Kai... Over even more. I think she was in that iron, they called the iron man position. In this case, I guess the mm-hmm. iron woman position. And I was just floored. I was floored at how good she was. And all the other people in the match, Amber Moon was great. The big bodyguard was great. Again, the bodyguard got the pin on the champion. Yeah, so you sure think did. That that's going to sound sure did. I think out of all of them, she, I mean, she impressed me the most. She looked real good. Raquel Gonzalez. I think she, she looked, looked great. Good. And I think that spot by Io Shirai was one of the most creative, funny things I've ever seen in my life. With and, the garbage can at the top. I mean, come on. That's really funny. And on top of it, it's like, how does she see where she's falling? It's a very yeah intriguing spot. Uh, definitely something I haven't seen before. I'll say that. I looked at all eight of them in that match at the end of it, and I said, I mean, they all can be stars. And they all look better from the match, which is is the point of one of these multi-man shit fests, is to get people over. And I think it accomplished it. Um, I'm a person who's very, very to the bone about women's wrestling. I was about to say, you know, I want to hear you, because I know your opinion on women's wrestling. I also want to add, who was it that came out on the car? Oh, it's uh, Shotzi Blackheart. That was her team. It was her team, and she came out on the... On the, the tank. tank, yeah. And let me say, she pulls it off better than Hunter did in, <laughs> on his motorcade. But you were saying, so you, you don't like women's wrestling, Frank. Did you like you like this match, though? I loved it. I thought it was great. Bell so Bell kept what, me interested. What, what was it about this match that you feel is missing about women's wrestling in general? Uh, new faces that could actually work that are um, that I haven't been bored to shit of. I mean, look, I even enjoyed uh, 
WrestleMania 32 we were at when they had the first Evolution match with the three of them. That was like their first Mania. Charlotte, Sasha, and Becky. We were there. It was the triple threat. Yeah. It was the coronation of the new women's title. That match was great because it was something new and fresh. And that's how I feel when I watch NXT, especially the women's division, because it's all people that I haven't gotten really jammed down my throat. I think that's a big part of my hate towards the main show product is it's the same four over and over again. And they were aggressive with their women's movement, right? They really hammered it home. It didn't feel like it had the chance to grow organically. And yeah. as, as sort of an outside NXT fan, I have to say, this is as close to that old school NWA, you know, pardon the phrase, but raw, you know, experience that I think you can get in wrestling now. And I'm sorry. It is leaps and bounds better than anything AEW is producing. No with one that, sang, nobody danced. Their women their women content is not is not up to par with, with WWE. There's no no question about that. Even everyone who watches But this it. forget women's content. This just as content, as wrestling itself, I think this was a great fucking match. Yeah. And, and I think it again accomplished all the goals. That's the that's the key with one of those war games matches. Is right. You have to look at what the storyline was trying to bring, and I think all it did was elevate that whole division. Um, so tell me about the other match we watched together, Frank. Which one was after that? We no had... knee pads. Oh, right. Yes, absolutely. Timmy... Shop and Thatcher? Yeah, so um, he came a little bit early, and he told me he didn't watch that match. And I said, this is something you're going to appreciate. I thought, I thought you would appreciate it, too. I did. Yeah. It was a stiff fucking slugfest. It was fest. real stiff. It was stiff. So... <laughs> They were, his cauliflower ear gigged. Yeah. But before we get too far into the match, you brought up a point with Ciampa's entrance key. So isn't that a little too much? Or Then we talked something about it. And we said, you know what? If it stands out and it makes this moment significant, that's right. always a good good test to it. And, and yeah. that's what he does with these takeover entrances, which now has kind of become a gimmick with him. But I like it. I really do. It's they can not, add something to the character. And it's not that far off from when Mania comes around. And oh, Miz, and you bring out the big shit? Yeah, Miz so gets a new leather jacket. Hunter yeah. gets some new machine that he's going to ride to the ring on. And, and kill Terminator bots. And Cena, you know, is just going to put something ridiculous. Cars and 35 Cenas coming out. Like, yeah. it's crazy. That was crazy. a lot of John Cenas. Yeah. So that, I, you know, was, sorry to cut you off. When yeah. The Cena thing, when this is totally off topic, but when we met, I met... My friend met him at an access, and he asked my friend, he's like, if I need you out there, buddy, can I call you? This kid decked head to toe in Cena gear. He was ready to go for John. Is this friend's name Steve? It is, yes, it is. <laughs> he was, Shout out Steve. He was ready to go. But back to back to that, I'm sorry. Would have fit but, no, it's okay. He could have wrestled, wrestled the match for Cena, and no could've. one would have known. <laughs> but, uh, but hey, we, we definitely talked about that, and that's something that wrestling's missing to an extent. You don't see a pay-per-view and say this is a pay-per-view because the stages are all the fucking same now. Bro, let There's me no tell you. variation and anymore. And it, it looks different. It feels different. Wade Barrett on commentary, an old Britishman, oh, yeah. who's just hilarious, he's by the way. He's very good, yeah. He's just funny. I he, mean, just, even... he says the most simple stuff, and it just sounds amazing because he's got that accent. You know, yeah. Americans they've, love accents. They've done a fantastic job at separating NXT as its own identity. Definitely. I think it's its own brand. It's not comparable to anything else. You see that black mat. You see the yellow ropes. And yes, you know sir. what you're watching. I felt that too. I felt like it, it has a grittier, gritty, exactly. gritty I, feel. I, and I, even the cage that they have there with the cha uh, the chain link fence and all that. 
I, I felt like it was a, a different feel, even though it's the same umbrella that they're under. And now when you want to talk about grit, and you want to talk about stiff, and you want to talk about something that looks like a fight, that's exactly what this match was. Oh this Chompa Thatcher, old school, Thatcher's old school as shit. You, you noticed know, that right off know, the bat. No, I'm sorry. I have to do this. I have to. I hear, I hear it all the time. We want old school stuff. We want hard hitting. We want strong style. We want real. We want athletic based. And then you're going to tell me that I got to watch Chris Jericho sing and dance on TV? <laughs> don't, don't insult me. Don't do that to me. Just say, just say I don't like WWE and I like whatever is in opposition to it, I will watch. That, if that's your position, okay. To look at NXT and look at AEW, it is night and day difference. One looks like a wrestling show. The other one looks is like... a one is a wrestling show, and the other masquerades to be a wrestling show. I completely agree with you, but this again, I can't put this match over enough. It did exactly what it had to do for both characters. Yeah, freaking Thatcher yeah. looks Thatcher looks better than he probably was intended to, just because his ear got busted open, I, and, and it, it was, made him look tough. And it was different. This was not your typical. Wrestling match this was that a you're used to very pretty. No, I agree, and I thought that uh, they both came out looking really good from it. And and I think they left looking good. I think they both look. I think Thatcher looked good in defeat, yeah, right? And and for sure. and Champa went over. Hey, the right amount of gig will put anybody over. But it wasn't even much. I mean, he doesn't know. Uh, PJ doesn't know the storylines that well, but this is big for Champa because Champa lost took a couple L's. Yeah. So this was a, a good you know build him back up. Mm-hmm. And he is when he's on a main event player oh, in, that, in that brand, but there's so many of them now. As PJ will learn as he watches more of this. And you said main event, so let's you know we don't got to do a whole recap of it. I think well, well, I, I would guy, just encourage I'm, anyone at home to watch War Games. And yeah, for sure. We'll, before we'll we get, get to, to the main event, there's one guy that I, I didn't want to talk about, which is uh, the Cliff here is a big fan of, and that's uh, Dexter Loomis. Oh my man, that guy is something else. <laughs> so. PJ didn't watch this match, but we can let him in. This guy is basically like a serial stalker killer. Like, it's awesome. He's very. He's, like, he's got like, these eyes that just when they when you see him the first time, eyes. he grabs you. Yeah, <laughs> subway, subway eyes. eyes. Uh, there's something about that guy. I don't know what it is, man. That character intrigues the shit out of me. I think it's first off the matches he had with Cameron Grimes are. Grimes, entertaining. Grimes is good. I got He's a good annoying heel. Yeah. He gets his job done. He pisses off the baby face. The baby face beats the shit out of him. He looks good getting his ass kicked. You know, he's not Shawn Michaels, but <laughs> he sells like him. Yeah. He jumps around and shit and he does yeah. what he has to do. And and Loomis is this big intimidating. It's very weird that he's a face. I will say that. Mm-hmm. Um you have to for that storyline, I guess, but him as a face is odd because, you know, how is a guy going and killing and stalking people? And then getting the, the crowd to pop yeah. him, it's, it's a little interesting. But He's good. I like him a lot. Yeah. And, yeah, and I mean, once you start really getting more familiar with it, I mean, these characters that they have on there. Was a, there was another one I pointed out. I, I made PJ watch the Triple Threat match. Yeah, when, when Austin, he, he mentioned something to me about Austin Theory. So they did a little reference at the end because Austin Theory was revealed to be one of the <laughs> Scream characters. The ghost which, which, by the way. How do they have the ability, being WWE, to to even call them the Ghostface Killers and to have the exact same mask and the exact same outfit? That's great, yeah. There's got to be some sort of copyright issue here. There has to be. Maybe they bought it out with WWE Films. I think they're going to do a cross-promotion. I think I think they're going to be Probably. Something Something's going to happen there because it's so... 
close. Money loves money, right? It's like having someone come out of Michael Myers' mask. Yeah. And and a jumpsuit. He's doing it. <laughs> it's interesting. But um, hey, you you were impressed by the guy I told you about, the, the big fella. man? Yeah. Uh, uh, he was good. Damien Priest? Damien Priest. The most satanic name possible. Yeah. Looks, he's like one part, like like rocker, with the leather pants. That, that he's from New York down. City. Is he? Yeah, from oh. New York City. That explains it. Because <laughs> we all walk around in leather pants here in New York City. He looked, he looked fantastic. Because <laughs> he, he got jumped earlier. I thought he looked fantastic. Uh, I think everyone looked good in that match. I think, and this is, I don't want to make this an AEW bash fest, but I will. Why not? Um, so you have your little teenage looking character there in Marco Stunt. And I want you to compare him right now to Leon Ruff. And ask me which one is a better looking character that looks like an actual professional wrestler, but also accomplishes the job. Leon Ruff, he, he impressed me. I'd never seen him I'm, work before. He, he looked good. He got thrown around. And he, he looked like he can hang with them as well. So I, hats off to him as well. He, he, looked, he looked solid. My one problem is in life, in this feud specifically, but in life, Johnny Gargano can't be making fun of anybody's size. So it's a very, very funny thing that they tried to pull that uh, gimmick. But... Leon Ruff, man, he impressed me. Johnny Gargano, at this point, I'm kind of, I'm not souring on him, but I'm getting to the point where I'm realizing that a lot of his matches are the same and he needs to start hitting me with some different stuff. I gotta stuff. tell you, Johnny Gargano did, did not do much for me in yeah. that match. I was much more interested in the other two guys. The, visually, it was just, one was huge, one was teeny. And then one was like slightly bigger than the teeny guy. Right. And, <laughs> and, and I'm, he did nothing that got my attention. That was not his best performance. But the other two guys got over, so accomplished the job. And, and, and I think all, I think Theory did too at the end with it. It was me, oh, Austin. It was me, Austin. It was me, Austin. <laughs> which I, your I, eyes lit up because... I knew, you know, you. I had a feeling something like that. I didn't know the context that was going to happen, but I knew it was coming back. And I know you're a big fan of that moment when Austin, when McMahon pulled off the... Uh, it was the, the greatest heist of all time. Uh, greatest piece of all you time. You have a sticker of that somewhere in the studio. I do. I know it I was me, it. Austin. It was me all along, Austin. <laughs> Everyone knew it was you. Everybody <laughs> knew it was you, Vince. Who would they try to peg it as? Bruh, I was there. Well, if you were watching Nitro that night as I was, Bishaw told you. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, he spoiled what it. What a prick. He said, really? his, he said his initials are VKM. And oh, I wow. Said, oh, you mother. <laughs> was that the same night he challenged him to a match that was never going to happen? The night he challenged him to the match was the night DX invaded. <laughs> because he went up. The Bishop's got balls, man. Bishop has some big old balls. <laughs> wow. Um, but on to the main event. Yes. Um, the final war games. I thought it was good. I got to tell you, as with all great shows, I was a little bit worn out by the end. I was kind of drifting. I had seen a lot of wrestling. I love the Undisputed Era. I was not shocked that they won. I kind of had that feeling that you guys are more educated in NXT than I am. But I just felt like, looking at the way it was set up, that they were going to win. They had to win. They should win. And, you know, how much more juice can they get from the lemon that is the Undisputed Era? Because they've been around a long time. Was my description uh, description of them correct? I, I'm sorry. I don't remember. What was your description? You asked me to, to, to like... Explain what they are in a few words. I just said ass kickers. Straight out, what come oh, on? You said, yeah, you said they're 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 very good. They're just good. You know, now that you mention it, I'm still not sure what the undisputed errors gimmick is. They have a bit of a horseman feel. That's hard to get rid of when there's four of them and they're all very good. Right. 
I certainly don't know. Other than to me, they come across as like the cool kids. We're the cool kids. They the just cool come kids out and beat the school. shit out of you. They're interesting heels because they mainly just beat people up. Well, they're not heels. But well, not anymore. That's yeah, true. Yeah. That's true. Which is another thing I've noticed. I would constant and maybe Nick, Nick K. Faves, you could clear us up on this. I would look over at Frank Cliff periodically and I would say, is he the heel? Is he the baby? Who's the heel? Who's yeah, the-? we noticed and this. every single answer I got from Frank was... Well, they're both kind of tweeners. And I said, no. I said, no, it's impossible. No. I said, it's impossible. But there's a lot of tweeners on that show. But what I realized and what I think it is, there's no audience. It's hard to tell who the audience is rooting for. I was was just thinking about that, too. Doing that war game, well, both of the war games. But one minute, I'm going to just interrupt you. The baby face is whoever the audience is rooting for, period. That's what the baby face is, and it's hard to tell. No, I I agree. But, I mean, if you're following along, then you kind of get a better... Uh, right. idea of that uh, they were heels for until what uh, last two months ago three months ago something like that the that? kyle o'reilly push but was it, a start and at the same time they weren't acting very much like heels because he took out the fire extinguisher yeah and he kind of scattered the baby faces well, well their just, faces now no their faces now it was they more switched. of a it was more of a a, a blood feud kind of thing because right. mcafee he had his debut match with with Cole, right? And then he, they beat each other. They beat. Dunstan well, that was up. the face turn because McAfee kicked him in the face yeah. when he wasn't supposed to touch yeah, him. Yeah, so. so it was more of a I'm gonna get my hands on you and we're gonna have an, an issue that kind of thing. So that's why I guess it felt that way. Good as well. finish. But we could go we could go member by member for this one. So we're gonna start with Pat McAfee because this is obviously the wild card in the match. I think he did fantastic for a person that's been. Barely wrestling. Mm-hmm. He hit his spots. Those pieces of shit did not catch him. And he almost <laughs> broke his back on that cage spot. But I thought he was fantastic and he did the job. And the one thing I'll say about him that I do not understand, this was the one booking question I had for whoever's booking this show. I guess it's the bald man with the beard, not PJ Stack. I was going to say, I'm booking. <laughs> um, but why would you have, a, for all intents and purposes, a not a real wrestler kick out of the guy's finish that took out half the roster? That's a little interesting to me. And you're clearly booking him to be... They, they must have plans. Oh, yeah. They, mu- they to, must to have something. That. Certainly. They um, must have I, I think I think if, if you were talking about the facial before with Dakota Kai, and, and I think that, that Cole doing that and his facials with it was fantastic. Yeah, I think uh, McAfee's got something there. And now, if we want to go to the next one, this is a guy we kept talking about up until it happened again. You, you want to tell me about Roderick Strong there, Nicky K. Fitch? I, I I said this before, and I was not a huge fan of him. Man, did that guy throw some backbreakers. That they, they fucking... intent. The one he gave to Pete Dunne. Yeah. Oh, my. He flipped him in the air. It yeah. hit in the air. It was incredible. My back hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I had to stand up and do a little walk. <laughs> I, I he came in there hot. It was a three, a three on one basically because O'Reilly and, and Fish were were out of it. Who? Uh, O'Reilly, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby and Fish and Fish. And Fish. O'Reilly, okay. O'Reilly and Fish. Yeah, got it. And uh, they he was throwing three on ones. He was had some good spots, good backbreakers. I, I can't say anything more about the guy. We'll go to the next one. Kyle O'Reilly. I think this was if they're not trying to build this guy up for something, I don't know what they're doing. He he had that match with Finn that was clearly the start, right? 
They were putting him as a star. Was Finn Balor on the show? No, no he has a broken jaw, but he's coming back because he announced during the show. There was like a vignette. Yeah, he's like, coming back. Vignette. Vignette. <laughs> That's almost bad as Singapore. Did you go to the ballot? Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Kyle O'Reilly, man, this guy's getting primed for great and, things. And he got the pin. He so. got the pin. That's right. the push. Yeah. And right. he, he looked great during the whole thing. Good finish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I didn't I, expect it. That's I thought I heard moment. one of you complain about the finish. And when I saw it, I didn't just like it. I went, that's it. <laughs> it's not that I complained. I said that I was shocked that it was the finish, which is a good thing because I should be shocked well, I mean, that it finished it. Just to finish up what we're doing, we have Lorcan, Birch, and, and Dunn. They, I mean, they... He's done is ridiculous. I think that he is such a star. He just looks yeah, so weird. Looks good. And Pete <laughs> Dunn, he hit that finish, the finisher on Adam Cole on the oh, chair. Oh man, my ribs I thought were broken after that. But I mean, to touch on the last guy, Adam Cole, fantastic. This yeah. guy deserved every yeah. bit of winning Wrestler of the Year last year. The fact that he didn't win it this year was solely due to COVID and his lack of work for a little bit. But I'll, I'll say one thing in closing about Adam Cole: I don't like his long hair. Every wrestler has long hair. That, he doesn't that, like I, his specific... One, and I think that's the problem, number one. There's too many people with long hair. True. I don't think there's that many people anymore. Back in the day... Everybody had it. Yeah. Everybody did. And everybody. it was dry. No one wet their hair in the 80s. It was crazy. Just frizzy. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> these afros. But all right. K-Faves, let me ask you this question. Yeah. Who would win in a War Games match? Okay. The Undisputed Era. Okay. Or Sting Squadron? Undisputed Era. Speaking of Sting Squadron... <laughs> Sting, number two on our five counts. Sting. The the ripple effects continue. It's Sting! <laughs> I, you know, even Shivani didn't sound that obnoxious. <laughs> Sting, man, he... I, Sting? The, it, reason, the reason we bring him up again is because there's some more news with, with his uh, AEW debut and the fact that WWE recently turned down a Sting taker Cinematic oh, movie. the sour oh, I, grapes. Here do you know come. what I heard about Sting? When he would do signings, it was $5,000 more to show up with the face paint. I could, <laughs> 100% can see that. Of course. Sting knows where his bread is yeah. buttered, and right now it's buttered at Con Bakeries, baby. Yep. Stinger is back. I'm um, sorry, Nick, I cut you off. You were just making uh, No, I was saying that, that he... So it turns out that supposedly they say that he's upset with the way WWE used him. And rightfully so. Which was his big thing before he went there. Now, so that's that's good. Let's stay right there for a second. How did WWE oh, use him? Boy. No, Man. I'm just let's be let's say what it is now. Okay. He came in and he jobbed straight away. Right? Straight away. Here you have the biggest star that has never been under the WWE umbrella. Right? The biggest star that has grown up outside of Vince McMahon's periphery okay and you bring them in and instead of saying look we don't know how many matches we can get out of this guy as it happened would they get three two they got three they had two singles they had three, and i think they had, a tag, they had a tag oh you're right the, the tag, tag with cena yeah. yeah so instead of saying look who can we have him be that's a big name we'll get a big match out of it let's do hunter <laughs> perfect unfortunately as we know Hunter can't lose for whatever reason. And and so, to me, one of the worst booking decisions in WWE history. But you got one of the best moments in WWE history out you of it. You could have had the moment with, with all, the decision. Look, uh, first... That decisions. wasn't a great moment. Here's, here's what happened. You finally got what you wanted. The minute they decided that they were going to make this Sting-Triple-H match, 
which is big and big on its own. Doesn't need anything more than that. You have Triple H, you have Sting. All you needed in that feud was a promo from Ric Flair during the build, which we got, because he's Triple H's mentor, he was Sting's greatest opponent. That's the match. They went the extra mile and they made it WWE versus WCW. And once that match existed within that framework, you knew, knew, knew. I knew, so I'm not a fucking idiot. I knew what was happening. The minute Hogan walked out so gingerly down that ramp, I said, this thing is over. Because Vince is not about to let NWO waltz down the ramp on his show and beat, and beat his son-in-law in front of DX. It was not going to happen. And once that happened, wind out the sail. Sting was dead in the water. And they put him in the ring with Rollins. Rollins crushed his spine. And the rest is history. And off he went. So he has every right to be upset with the way they were booked. At the same time, you're a 61-year-old man. What more did you want? You got two big paydays. By the way, and one more thing. That Mania match with Hunter, watch it again. They never announced Sting's name. He just comes to the ring with a little Japanese man playing the bongo. <laughs> they don't even say his name. Very just, disrespectful. Just, just, just saunders to the ring. <laughs> Out comes Triple H looking like the fucking Terminator. And you're like, who's going to win this thing? <laughs> and, and away he went. So he has a right to be upset with the way he was booked. I will defend Vince, as I always do, because I love him. Because fuck Sting. Well, it's who went to TNA? Who kept taking every lucrative fucking deal they could? Who decided to be a clown? Literally. <clears throat> Makes me sick thinking about it. Um, Look, you could only get so mad at the WWE. They did what they could at the time. There was other things at play there that we now know of. There was a potential Rock Triple H match. I don't care. Hunter couldn't lose. I don't care. Regardless, regardless. They had the match. You know what? Sting should have went in 2001 when it would have mattered. You're 100% right. But, excuse me, if Hunter can't lose, don't book him against Sting. Book Sting against somebody else. That Triple H Undertaker match, which we mentioned at the beginning of this segment, if Vince wanted it, it would have happened. So clearly, this was not big on his list. He could have did it right there. What did, yeah. what did Undertaker do that year? He, he wrestled Bray. Bray Wyatt. He faced Bray Wyatt. I don't and know won. what he was doing. Is, is Taker losing to Sting? No. No. Oh, that okay. Doesn't, so that doesn't matter. Went down that does Which matter. is why, if you were booking this like an intelligent person, you have Sting beat Triple H or someone comparable. Have him beat Kane. Sting versus Kane. Big fucking match. I'd pay to see it. Take my money. Do Sting versus Bray Wyatt. Let him beat somebody. Build up to Taker the following year. Have Sting beat one guy at Mania, one guy at SummerSlam. Do a tag at Survivor Series with Taker on his team. Then they blow up. They go to Mania. Have the fucking match. And send Sting home and everyone makes a lot of money and that's it. It's I, easy. It was there. Vince didn't want to do it. I just think when you wait that long, you cost yourself those opportunities. That, that, it was there. He that Taker match wouldn't have been good in a live have. crowd. You didn't have the option we don't, we of don't a big, You don't have the option of a boneyard you, match then. Do you remember when the Shield faced the Wyatt family and they stood and looked at each other and the crowd went nuts? That's what would have happened. If this was done correctly, they at, as K-Faves is saying... All they would have had to do was punch a kick. 99% of this thing would have been the build, and it would have been the theatrics. Fair the build enough. would have been fantastic. Imagine take a cut in a promo, and then yeah. a crow you... just flies across the screen. That's it, right there. That's a week of television. Yeah. You don't have to do anything. I didn't even say anything. You didn't right? have to see Sting. But how yeah. do you not know that that was not in the future plans, and it all got derailed because of Seth Rollins? How is that there for? If that's the plan, then why put him in the ring with Rollins? 
They didn't know Rollins was going to break his back, you dumb fuck. Let me tell you to a story. Hulk Hogan versus Ric Flair. The biggest match that never happened in WWE at a Mania. Right? WWE had their chance. They didn't do it. Hogan signs with WCW. Flair was at WCW at the sign. First fucking chance they had to do Hogan and Flair. They did it. Bash at the beach, I think it was. Um, They did it straight away. This is a match. Sting's old. Taker's old. Do it um, now. Do it now. However you need to do. And it's not like it needs to be much build. This is one of those matches. It could have just been Sting versus Taker. So you could have had Taker Survivor Series cutting his goodbye promo and Sting just point the bat at him. And that one more. I mean, I'm not saying do it, but. Oh, never stop, Mark. No, I, I'm not. Yeah. I just. Should yeah, have, I know you He, he should have beaten Hologram Paul Barrow with his bat. That so, match, match should have happened. So now we move on to the next step of this Sting discussion is it appears from the way it's being discussed, he's going to be working in some fashion. He's I, good. I, as I said last week, he better be working because so, he can't, you know, he's going to be the GM. I don't so see what's, So what's intriguing, what, what is an intriguing match over there? I'm going to take the easy one here. I'm going to say Jericho and... Yeah. In his pain maker gimmick that he pulls out. It's good. It's good for this specific match it's versus Jericho. Sting. It's Jericho. Jericho will to... cut a damn good promo. The match may suck, but it'll cut a damn good promo. If I'm in charge of AEW, I'm doing that as quick as I can. Absolutely. That's the first thing. Do it come out the gate. Him versus Jericho. Then you can do him versus Cody. Uh, and then yeah, you, you got to do it. Well, you know if Cody's going to work right? Well, look. Income. Look, I'm sorry. This, to me, looks like a lot of powerful wrestlers having their way with a billionaire's money. And Sting's coming in, and everyone's going to get a bite at that apple. Jericho's going to be first. Omega's going to get his chance in. Cody's going to get his chance in. The Bucks are going to try to get their chance in. Everyone's going to get a bite at the Sting apple. I did happen to see something today that I wanted to bring up, and this makes me think of it. Because you said they do whatever they want. Jericho's writing a book now. He's writing a match. Writing a book now? Uh, Where have you been? His 19th. This guy wrote more books than Shakespeare. (laughs) His 19th book is coming out, I believe. About what? This is going to be his favorite matches, his favorite tag partners, his favorite everything. And I saw that at least four AEW guys were on one of these lists already. I know. Uh, Oh, the fix is in. Of course. Sammy Gravara was like 10 on his tag. Like when WWE does their best factions of all time, and then number two (laughs) is like the faction they have now, right? The New Day. Right. And you're like, come on. Give me a break. So, uh, is there any other intriguing matches other than Cody and Jericho? I mean, I mean what do you want to see? They said Omega. Well, Darby, right? I mean, I guess they're kind Darby, of... Darby, I guess, is what they're building. He's 61 years old. He's probably older than that. How much, you know, how much more can they squeeze out of this guy? And to your point before, I hate to say it, it's true. Sting, for whatever reason, was afraid to go to WWE while he really had something left to give. Yep. He played it safe. He played it for the money. He made his money. And he's still making his money. Imagine if that rumor was true and WrestleMania 20 ended up being him and Sting. Who in Sting? Taker. No, it was supposed to be uh, after that. It was, it was the after first, that. The first Wrestle- Hunter match. Wrestle- the first Hunter match was really? supposed to be him no, and Sting. No, 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 no. We're all twisted. WrestleMania 27 was supposed to be... 27. That was the first Hunter match. You're so ignorant. WrestleMania 17. I'm, Triple I meant, H versus Undertaker. I, I, I meant... Don't I meant apologize the, to me. I meant the first Hunter apologize match. Apologize to these fans. No, you, you meant the, new, the, the second s- Hunter match, but the new... Nick, the new, Nick you're, you're complicating the stew. You're, you're right. right. He, it was the second Triple yes. H Undertaker Mania I, match. I, 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 that I, was supposed to be the sting. Correct. Match. Really? That's all. Correct. Yes. Because wow. yes. they did that promo. Fun fact. I'll bring up your best friend in the world. Man of Steel. 
Mike Verna. I was watching that night. If you remember, Undertaker was out at the time. I think Kane fucked him up or buried him. Something happened. Kane and the Nexus buried him. And then they did that whole promotion where they went to like a log cabin. Yeah. And he just saw his boots like walking around. And me and Verna thought it was Sting. And we went on a message board. How old this is. We went on an old message board and we said, hey guys, do you think this is Sting? We made an account for everything. We were just jazzed up about this whole thing. And, you know, as it turned out, you know, it led to another Triple H match. But, um, yeah, that, that from what came out after, as it turns out, that was originally supposed to be Sting. And for whatever reason, they couldn't come to an agreement. They couldn't God seal damn. the deal. So, look, there's a lot of blame. You put the blame on Vince, put the blame on Sting, put the blame on Taker. Because if any one of those principal characters were really wanted this match to happen... It would have happened. Yeah. But yeah, whatever when he reason, signed on the dotted line, he could have made that a provisional that that's who he wants to work with. He could have. But clearly, I don't, you know, Vince, I don't think looks at Sting as a big deal. Because Sting never, Vince didn't look at Ric Flair as a big deal, and Flair was his champion twice. Yeah, So, true. you know, he don't look at him that way, and I guess he thought he couldn't get in the ring at Undertaker. And Undertaker's smart enough to know, Sting is not going to get the type of match out of Undertaker that he needs in an opponent, in an AJ Styles, and a Shawn Michaels. And so, you know, he's an AEW, and hopefully he will do well. And, you know, his money, his pocketbook will. Yeah. Yeah, Nikki Kayfabe's bought a shirt, a hat, a beanie, <laughs> action figures. Hey, that Sting shirt sold out. Yeah. And they won yeah. the ratings war. I'm a little bit stunned at the amount of interest Sting can still generate. I'm sorry. There were people watching him that have never seen him but wrestle. But you have to think that's like one of the first, that's one of the biggest stars that they've pulled. AEW? It has I to be. He's not he's, the biggest. I, I mean, Jericho is the biggest, but he's second. I, I think, think he's Jericho's bigger. You think Jericho's bigger than Sting? Because he's relevant he's in the relevant. last 10 years yeah. as opposed to Sting who had one match in the last 10 years. Jericho's been on TV yeah. just nonstop. Sting True. comes and goes. If you're a casual fan... You're like, oh, Sting, yeah, he used to wrestle for that little company, TNA, and then he went to WWE for a little bit. And yeah. You know, I, I'm, I, I have to say I'm a little stunned at the interest that he still generates. They're going to have him fight a death match versus Dean Ambrose. Right? <laughs> if someone will be dying, all right, if they do that. <laughs> I mean, they... Look, look, I'm sick of talking about fucking AEW. Can right. we talk about some real wrestling? What we got next? Well, it's not real wrestling, but I was going to do a segue. Speaking of death. There is life. <laughs> hey, babes, this was you. I, I, Just for those at home, we, we, we make a either a, a top ten as our count out, or we do a five count, you know, a rope break, or even a pinfall with a three count. We settled on five today, and Nikki K. Fabes insisted on the following topic. Yep. Uh, Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins had a, had a baby. Had a baby girl. Yes, they did. Uh, and I, I just wanted to see Frank's reaction from it, but I also thought that it could generate a good conversation. You want to see my reaction off, from it? Congratulations to both of them. When a man and they a woman love sex. each other very much, <laughs> they call the stork. What the <laughs> fuck am I congratulating from? They had sex. I'll congratulate Seth Rollins. I'll congratulate Seth Rollins. I mean, Becky Lynch. Yeah, good for him. She's beautiful and talented. Insanely talented. And I agree with you. And, and, and Irish. I, I'm one of the... The only people here that agree with you, and uh, which brings me to well, the next question. Do you, this, there's there's only three, three people us. in the room. <laughs> that's, that's the point. <laughs> Fucking idiot. That brings me to my next question. Do you think Becky Lynch works again? That's the question, and I will just say, I can say without any hesitation, I hope so. 
Yeah, I agree with you. I think her react, her return will be huge. Uh, the reaction it will generate will be tremendous. And She'll get a big pop in the Thunderdome. Uh, I mean, hey, it will get a lot of YouTube clicks. Maybe, maybe they'll hold her off for that first live show. With I, you people. got it. You got to figure that there's going to be some characters coming out of there, but who knows when the fuck is yeah, going to take her. Well, <laughs> oh my God. who knows if, if or when Becky Lynch will come back up in the course of our discussion. So I wanna, I'll want i go one by one right now. I'm going to start with K-Faves, and we're going to go to Cliff. Becky Lynch, biggest woman star in wrestling history? Or at least, let's say, modern. How do we oh, phrase I, I mean, Is she the biggest of all? Is she amongst the biggest female wrestlers of all time? She might be. She might go out there. I mean, I think I think Trish, Lita... Uh, I mean, Mula and, and all them. And, what and what Mania main event match did they have on? They didn't have one. Uh, you damn jabroni. You're going to make me defend her, aren't you? She is the biggest star to yeah. ever grace the female division, period. Don't say the fabulous Mula. The only thing she's famous <laughs> for now is putting the stretch on young fucking women. <laughs> Mae Young's famous for having birth to a fucking hand you're and a, getting doubly bombed. You're recording this, right? Oh, I'm recording it. I'm damn it. I fucking missed the button. Um, look, she main evented a mania. They pushed her that much that she was that big of a star. She was can't miss television. I, I, I will. I will push back on one thing. You said they pushed her that hard. I don't think oh, the, the audience. I think WWE right. pushed her begrudgingly, as all great pushes happen. It's begrudgingly. They didn't want to oh, push yeah. Punk. They didn't want to push Brian. Uh, they didn't want to push Becky Lynch. I mean, do you remember she was coming out dressed like, like an Avatar character? Yeah. Right. And, and and I really don't mean this to sound any type of way, but I was a big fan of Becky Lynch before the mega push. And I asked many people, why are they not doing anything with her? She's beautiful. She's very talented. She cuts a promo. She's got the red hair. She looks different. She acts different. She feels different. Why are we not doing something with her? I had no fucking idea how uh, how quick and and how seismically her career was going to take off but I, I think it was pretty obvious early on it was she, uh, she's one of the most talented women on that roster and the way it fell together was such a leap of faith i mean she gets injured and her face gets busted open and that actually gets her over more than the actual attack that they pulled that night as a mm -hmm. brain builder um and then she was just a can't miss promo they basically told her go out there and be the female conor mcgregor that's exactly what she did Mm -hmm. And she played her part perfectly. She pissed off Ronda Rousey. It was she had the walk. It was everything, yeah. right? You know, she look, was bleeding. And she licked I, the blood and smiled. It was yeah. just. I have my own opinion on the placement of the match, and so be it. Other things may have gotten affected by that, but she is the biggest women's star ever, and this isn't even a question. Congratulations to her and Seth Rollins. Hopefully, mm -hmm. he doesn't try to Messiah the child into a bath <laughs> of unholiness. Is it a boy or a girl? It's a girl. Hopefully she doesn't poke an eye out ah, well, on anybody. You can always try again. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. I'm wow. sorry. It was a joke. The fucking joke. <laughs> Moving on to another, another uh, wrestler who was pushed begrudgingly and pushed very, very hard, very, very fast, only to be snuffed out by Hunter Hearst Helmsley. I'm talking, of course, about <laughs> Phil Brooks, CM Hunt. Who said something in the news, Frank? This is your item. What What about CM Punk should we be interested in? I'm almost unprepared. I don't have the quote in front of me, but he said, "I I, I gotcha." He said that uh, he doesn't want to offend AEW or WWE, but if something got brought up to him that made sense and it was interesting to him, storyline wise, or if 
you know, the money was right. He would come back, but the story would have to, and it, the story can get him if, if that's the right route they take. And I think that's a reasonable position for him to take. So this gets me excited because we talk about this. Well, I've been on this the last two weeks a lot, PJ. I, I, ever since I saw Sting get come back, and there's a possibility he might work, I look to you and I say there's only one more person I want to come back to work. Stone Cold. And now this is enticing. Mm-hmm. Because if there's one match that makes sense, because this is the problem we always come up with, mm-hmm. so he's going to come back. Who's he? Who's he wrestle? Mm-hmm. This is the match. Punk versus Stone Cold. First off, the promos would be Straight Edge uh, versus Beard Guzzler. You, and I got nothing. I, this would be the match. This is my big ass entrance music, badass anti-authority figure. Verse both of them. Punk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Punk was that anti-authority for a little while. I look. There was a time when this match was not just you know postulated. It was. Almost, they put the tease in. You almost thought for sure it was gonna fucking happen. That Jim tease. Ross was there. He Oof. was interviewing them. Austin had his leg brace on. Let me tell you, Austin. Even when he's not doing WWE stuff, it's not know, a work. He, he don't know what it is. It's not a word. I saw him talking to Heyman. They're laughing. And Heyman just, just haphazardly says, hey, what do you think about getting the ring at Brock? And he just... I'll get in the room with that son of a bitch and I'll break his ass. He oh, he was... flipped on a dime. You see his eyes change. His eyes change, right? He just went one minute. He's in it. And next is... Well, I mean, Paul, you want to go that route. And you're like, oh, boy. <laughs> he, just, he doesn't know it's a work. Um, he gave I, up on it, but look, I think this it's is, wishful thinking, my friend. I of think course. it's wishful thinking, especially now that Punk is gone. There was a time this was the match, right? And it was. I feel in my heart it was close, and because Austin has said the exact same thing: if it's right, when it's right, if the money's right, if the angle's right, if the match is right, any one of us would get in the ring. Okay, like if it's right, if it feels good, and you can get paid, and, and you can do it, and you're with a guy that can that can hold up his end. No reason it can't happen, except that I don't think Steve Austin is particularly enamored by it. I can tell you Punk would come out of retirement to do it. Oh, in a second. In a second. That's his idol. Uh, he said as much. Uh, you know, what does Austin have to prove? Nothing. Other than... And he, he had one of the best blast matches you could have. Does he want to have a shitty match? No. No. But this does bring us... What What he, other wishful not, thinking do we have for actually CM Punk? Well, I... Yeah, but I'm just thinking, like, is Austin going to take the go to sleep? No. He ain't taking that. You're <laughs> taking a sleep. I don't, I don't remember Austin leaving his feet too often. No. I don't think he, he wouldn't take an F5. He wouldn't take an F5. He wouldn't take a tombstone. He didn't do much. Like, when he no. lost, it was always some weird chicanery that went on. He got hit, like, in the head with a belt. Like, very gentle, kind of, because he was tore up. He was tore up. But to your question, what does Punk do if he does come back? Triple H? No. Oh, enough already. No way. <laughs> Well, no, you get no him get the berry back. No way. You would never do it. He would never do it. Triple, you think Triple H would do it. Triple H, and it says that would, you know, it's, yeah, he would, CM Punk. Would I got him back it. here. He knows which way the wind blows. My, Punk's coming back. My thing is that I, I mean, don't know what I want to see Punk. Who I want to see Punk. But face. AEW can can steal him away, and I think that would be a major blow to. That would move the yeah, needle. That's a big one. That would move the needle. And they're gonna let him do what he wants, which means, and, and this is the scary thing, though. Allegedly, when he had his big, you know, run in 2011, or 2012, was it? Maybe 2011 into 2012. 
I think that a big part of that run was they finally kind of let him have some creative control and let him go cut his own promos. Mm-hmm. And But he's still directed to an extent because he's in a place with adults. You let him <laughs> loose in a place like that, uh, it's gonna that All place right. is going to start looking like WCW real quick. All right, give me this volley. I have one for you. Mm-hmm. CM Punk versus MJF. Damn. It'd be a fucking and the, the, the would promo be would be great. It would be good. I don't think that's the biggest match for him on the card, though. But do you want to so- see him face Jericho again? It would be Omega. right. Oh, ah, see, that's that's interesting. I, who, who do you think's a bigger match? Punk's though? not gonna put anyone over. Punk, Punk Omega. I think he would. You Punk think Omega? he would? His whole career is right. based off leaving whenever he couldn't fucking get one. No, that's that so untrue. That is so false. That 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 Night of Champions match. First off, he should never lost and. Even if he was going to go over Hunter at Mania, it, it sh- I mean, uh, whenever he faced him, it shouldn't have ha- it shouldn't have happened. It just shouldn't have happened. That match with Hunter that they were building. What up other to match were they building for him at Mania though? You he want should've. Daniel Bryan to be in the main event, but you can't have CM Punk and Daniel Bryan in the main event. It did. It, it that was Punk's. That was Bryan's year. You're right, but at the Punk same time, Punk got Punk got fucked by one thing during his title run when he was the the no, the Rock came back. The Rock came back and, and stole his main fuck, event. That's not what fucked him. What, That's what not what fucked You know what fucked him. Well, the burial. Well, he, he got in the crosshairs of Triple H. If you remember, he was supposed to wrestle Kevin Nash. Oh, God, that then, was brutal. And then Nash disappeared. Well, and then there was when Nash said he got text. The text <laughs> message. And then they texted the me. Who oh, the okay. wins? Stick the winner. <laughs> like it's a fucking mob the, film. And the program wasn't going to be bad with that, though. Him and Nash, I was, I was okay with it. Yeah, I, the him and Nash thing I wasn't too okay. happy with. So here you have CM Punk. Summer of Punk. He cut that promo. I had people, you know, the pipe bomb. Oh, yeah. People were texting me. I haven't spoken to in years. I just knew I like wrestling were texting me. Did you see what happened last night? I said, no, I haven't. And it was CM Punk. And and I watched the promo and I said, holy shit. That was wild. Because you yeah. didn't see something like the, that. I'm, it was, it was a quasi shoot. Hold on one second. And he was the hottest thing going. And, and he was building up for that match with Nash, which I can only assume he was going to win. Uh, you have to assume. Yeah. And Nash went down, so they plug in Triple H, all well and good, until the pedigree. And then he lost. And yeah. that was the end of Punk. Dead. Dead, dead, dead in the water. Dead. Never recovered. Never the same. Triple H had to kill it. Could not help himself. Couldn't help himself. Saw something happening, had to go fucking crush it with his thumb. But even at that, Punk is so good that he was able to recover his career, get Paul he Heyman. He never recovered. Oh, come on. He the turned heel. With Paul Heyman? He turned heel. And it didn't work? He turned heel. And it didn't work? He was a fine heel. The he wasn't the Brock, guy. The match with Brock was real good. But that, was, that was much later. Punk but yes. was a much better baby face than he is heel. I think it was a great heel. I think he's a much better baby face and that was the opportunity to make him the star of your company. He was the main guy. He could have been the babyface. He could have carried them four to five years. Well, but Triple H had to just come in and crush him. And, and, for no, and then went retired again. Well, he, and there was a second crusher, too. Came in with his hairy chest, right? Because he was uh, on the shelf. The return of Dwayne the second time. He got fucked because of the, the, scene of Dwayne, the scene of Dwayne main event. Which, that's the main event. I'm sorry. That's always the main event. I could event. forgive that because there was a bigger plan at stake. Triple H didn't beat Punk and then go on to do something huge. He beat Punk and he went back to Stanford. And that was it. That, that well, promo. That, that, no, no, no. He beat on. Punk and then no. he faced... No, oh, then he beat Nash. No, and then he faced Taker at Mania. That was months later. But I'm saying that's the same... I, I don't know. I I know he didn't it beat... It wasn't even, no. It was the same year, no? 
I, yeah, I think um, I think Hunter took him on in the cell, but you know, irrelevant, irrelevant. He should never have beaten Punk. He should never have gone over. I don't know what they were thinking. I, I want someone to explain to me in a way that I can understand why Triple H had to win that match and crush Punk's momentum, just dead. And whereas The Rock, that had to happen because The Rock, come on. The yeah. Rock's The Rock and Hunter's Hunter. Let's get real. Yeah, Let's get real now. Yeah, I, 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 I want to touch, face, uh, touch on what you were saying before about that promo. I printed it out and I met up with people after the fact and I was like, did you see this? Did, did this happened. And after that, I thought he was the best thing going. Yeah. And then they, they really, I mean, obviously. You printed they, it out. What year was it? 19 fucking 70? You couldn't show them on your phone? <laughs> I don't know. My phone. No, he can't. His phone don't work. That's <laughs> true. Nikki K. Faves, we're going to have an intervention for a minute. Um, please, no, anybody. Can we start a, a fucking GoFundMe for him to get a new phone? If you're listening at home, and I say this with, with <laughs> no sarcasm, I'm not trying to be funny. Nikki K. Fabes is in desperate need <laughs> of a new phone. He has more money than anyone I know. We're going to get Susan Sarandon here to do a spot for you to get a phone, you piece oh, of shit. Alyssa Milano with the music. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sarah McLaughlin. Your phone still fucking chirps. It's, you know, it's got a button. It's... All right, so CM Punk, yeah. <laughs> CM Punk, uh, he, he has expressed interest in coming back, and let's hope that he does, because wrestling could use the excitement. Right? I agree with you. Absolutely. I with you. And I think we are coming down to the last item on our five counts, and that is um, really two things. One, to just the, the continuation of um, the fallout of the death of Pat Patterson, WWE Hall of Famer Pat Patterson. And what stuck to me the most was that fucking tribute video they did for him. Oh, my God. It got better every time. They aired three different versions of it. You know you're a big deal when Vince is telling his production crew, it was good. Do another draft. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I, I didn't cry enough the first time. Oh, my God. It was to Frank Sinatra's My Way, which uh, Patterson was a big fan of. And this got me thinking. WWE's production... In general, but their death tributes, I know it's morbid, but it needs to be said. Because any fan of WWE knows, they go all out. Frank, I don't know if you can think of off the top of your head. What's your favorite WWE death video? When a wrestler dies or passes away, hmm. and they they bust out the editing, right? This amazing tribute video. Does anything stand out in your mind? Hmm. I think this Patterson one might have been their finest. Well, I was going to say, um, I actually really like this Patterson one. I would put it up there. It's hard to remember because I remember that guy that doesn't exist anymore. He had a really good one, uh, but now it's all for bullshit. So that one's a hard one to like, right? I would probably say the Eddie Guerrero one. Also, it was, again, it depends. I think also it depends the situation. Like Eddie's situation was so sad and shit. I think it made it that much worse. I don't know. It, it's always going to tug at your emotions. Wow. The, 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 as your emotions are getting tugged on now, as you took another swig of the uh, the working man's juice. Well, you said you said Benoit. I think you alluded to. So I had to <laughs> that tribute video for Benoit. You said it was one of the, you enjoyed it for all of twenty four hours. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean. <laughs> Restless tonight. It was a great fucking I wasted song. The line. You know who knew those guys? Between also, all these times, I drew a really thin line. 
Isn't that the same band that made Kane's second theme music? If I traded it all, if I gave it, it's a fucking, it's a video, man. It's a jerker. It's a shame. You can't, I mean, it's very, very hard for me to differentiate it from yeah. the man. I, I can, I'm someone who can watch, for example, I don't particularly like Sean Penn. I think he's a bad person. And even more so, Johnny Depp, right? An abuser. Just a piece of shit. Just a piece of shit human being. Right? I'm not saying anything Sorry, scandalous. Sorry, Chatty. I'm not saying anything scandalous, right? He's, he's an abuser. He's an no. abuser. He's not a good actor. I can appreciate Johnny Depp and Sean Penn as actors. I think they're incredibly talented people. Benoit, while I acknowledge he's an incredibly talented wrestler, I have a real tough time watching any of his stuff. It's very difficult, too. But to your point, yeah, that, that was a great video. The Benoit one, it has to be said. It's a great video. And the Guerrero one, there were two. One was to Johnny Cash's Hurt. Oh, that one stunk. And the other one was to Three Doors Down. Yeah. I'm here without you. Oh, and yeah, then they did another I mean. one by Voice Avenue, I think is the name of it. I, I It's called... Um, fuck me. It's called... I know it's only... I know them. Voice I, Avenue. I, I used to listen to them. They, they're like a YouTube Help group. Help me believe it. Yeah, they were, they were oh, good. They oh, were good. That, I mean, that's the one. And they made that one because they had to edit Benoit out because he was such a big part of the earlier two ones. Uh, it's called um, Can You Hear Me Now? I would... If you take one thing away from this episode, type in Eddie Guerrero, Can You Hear Me Now? on YouTube and you will see one fucking tearjerker of a video. But uh, kayfabe, does anything stand out to you? Their, their I, I videos. I would have said the Eddie one, but to men, to go on top of that, I mean their Hall of Fame ones are great too. Oh yeah, their Hall of Fame videos are. I remember the Edge one very vividly. Uh, that was great. But yeah, they they do some great work. I mean, all around. Paul Bear. Yeah, he had one. Do you remember the Owen Hart one? I do, and that was that was a lifetime ago because yeah. now they they play music. That yeah, was yeah. like Vince McMahon. Yeah. Last night, WWE, WWF, yeah, the NFL. experienced a tragedy. Like, that was a little more, yeah. you know, deep and real. I but, think they're just awesome at doing tribute videos. And this brings me to another point, a spinoff of this. Mm -hmm. Do you think Vince McMahon, being the egomaniac oh that he is, well, as has them cut up his, his promo as so he could see it before? <laughs> He edits it, he adds footage, uh, and the one of me getting blown up in the limo. They'll like that one. <laughs> they popped. I'm sure that he he wants to keep a low profile. I'm sure he's... I'm sure. Just of what we hear about Vince, right? Right. He doesn't want to be mentioned during the Hall of Fame stuff. He doesn't even sit in the crowd. He's probably like, right, you better not play anything. But the fact of the matter is, he's going to be fucking dead. You're not going to have a vote. Right? No, but he's not going to have a vote when he's dead. So they're going to play what they want. And it's going to be... Majestic. Oh, it's gonna be a. It better be a half hour video. long. I want three songs. I think they might just have a whole raw. I mean, they should. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be that. Not for nothing. I mean, when they started with saying they're gonna have like an intercontinental match for him and stuff, I thought the whole episode was gonna be geared towards him because the more and more I thought about it, he's a very influential figure. I uh, can't be said enough about. Well, that it kind of was because I I know New Day had a had a finish that that they would have. Pat Patterson-esque finish in, in their match. So it was kind of uh, geared towards... Did anybody get ripped? I, I don't know. He liked the ribs. <laughs> you know, and I'm just thinking now as we're talking, the Ultimate Warrior, he had a tribute oh video. Oh my God, that was the saddest thing ever. That speech, first off, the speech he said that night on I, Raw. I was there. 
Oh my god. I was at that raw. That shit was... A friend of mine said it best. Ultimate Warrior didn't die. He released his spirit. After that promo, he just went to the back and he just released his spirit. Because yeah. it was as if someone had said, by the way, this is the last time you're ever going to speak to the public. And, and it just, was. To every man, one day, his heart beats his final beat. It was the next day. It was, it was crazy. The American Dream. He had a promo. A oh, death shit. Video yeah, you're too, right. To, um, the hell's in that song? Raging Fire by Phil Phillips. Oh, it's a good song. I'm looking at your faces. I don't think you just... We're going to have to... We're off the air. I'm gonna, we're going to have to look at a few of these videos because let me tell you, these WWE's production quality is unbelievable. And this Pat Patterson one, I think, is probably their finest. You know what one that song. just made me think of? The what was the song you... they put to Sean's retirement? The video they showed before? Chances. Oh, well, that one. Flair's, that retire was, that Flair's retirement. Chances too. was their um, Hall of Fame... One for Sean, and Flair's was uh, leave the leave members. the memories alone. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Their production is top notch. You watch a WWE show, you and, know it's a WWE and, show. And their, even their documentaries are just off, they're just off the chart. They have a their production facilities or, or operations are just amazing. Speaking of documentaries, we've actually gotten some requests uh, from our fans. Fan. <laughs> no, well, I had one too. Um, we were told that there was a ruthless aggression documentary yes. that was unfinished due to, I believe, COVID. So we're going to try to watch that over the next you know, week or so and mm -hmm. analyze it and try to finish it. And we're doing that um, because, yeah, we have a couple of listeners of the show that will text us periodically and say, hey, can you talk about this? And if you're going to listen, I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> So I'll talk about ruthless aggression error all day. So, so in short, I Pat wears a Triple H shirt. Next uh, request that you get, uh, the, not that much money. <laughs> it's not that much. Well, boys, I think we did a good job. Are, you, are we ready to watch along? I certainly am, and from what I understand, Triple H has quite the T-shirt. <laughs> Speaking of T-shirts, and this... I, I am excited for this match, and, and it's an interesting one. So, I mean, hey, let's let's give the people what they want. Absolutely. And it is now time for our watch-along. And we will be going back in time to December 7th, 1997. Nikki K. Fabes, what is the significance about the date, December 7th? It's Pearl Harbor. That is correct. My dad quizzes me every year on it. I get a text about something. That's terrible. That's a terrible way to live. <laughs> um, but we'll say this is probably the second biggest event to happen on December 7th. In your house, D-Generation X. So for those watching along at home, now would be the time that you go into the network, this go to like D-Generation X, go in to the your year, house. Go to the year 1997, then go to December. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for that. It seems like a pretty good show, though. It's Sean's looking uh, what, what vintage Sean. What do we got on this card? Let's go to the match list now. All right, so we got... Is that Brian Christopher, I'm guessing, versus Taka Minachu? Taka Michinoku. Michinoku, there you we go. We have the Los Bariquas versus the Disciples of Apocalypse. Butterbean and Mark Marrow. So they're building up for, A tough uh, man match. That's They wrestled... That, they didn't wrestle. Um, well, Brawl for All was almost a year and a half. Yeah, it was Bart Gunn. Right, Bart Gunn. That's a different in. thing. Wow. Gold does reads green eggs and ham. And he's painted white with a pink wig. That's this was when he was doing the oddity shtick, I think. 
LOD and New Age Outlaws. Totally forgot that happened. Okay. Hunter vs. Sergeant Slaughter. I remember that. Jared. Who won that? Yeah, I wonder. (laughs) Wait, he put down Slaughter? Of course. Did he? Well, look, at the time, Slaughter was the old vet. Jared vs. Taker. Mm -hmm. Austin Rock for the IC title. Wow. So let's scroll to the end here. Shamrock HBK. So I write. Hold on. You can start your recording in three, two, one, go. That's two minutes, two hours, 19 minutes, oh, four seconds. And we're off. Frank, why am I watching this match? Well, I saw someone put it up that it was like they put up a date for every day in history um, in wrestling. And I saw that Michaels faced off with Ken Shamrock, which was really intriguing to me because I really liked both of them growing up. And I totally forgot about this match. I definitely recognize the ring gear. Like, this is, for some reason, I have this embellished into my head as one of, like, my favorite Shawn Michaels ring gear. Mm -hmm. So I remembered it. I just didn't remember the match itself. So I figured, let's take it back and let's see if we can find a hidden gem. I mean, these are two good workers, right? I don't know if Shamrock ever quite... I mean, he's he, coming from UFC. He had credibility, certainly, that other guys didn't have. He was legitimate. And here comes DX. They're coming to the ring. Now, I didn't say because you were talking, Frank, but they had a little backstage moment, Hunter and Sean, and China, as they were going to the ring. They did their little DX uh, handshake. Yeah, they did that with the pay-per-views a lot in they that did. era. I liked it. It made it look real. You know? Made it look, I dare say, raw. Yep, exactly. And I always love this entrance. I think this yep. is the one of the best. I mean, the NWO is cool with the screen splitting and all that other mm-hmm. bullshit, but this was this was so cool with the fucking clip-ins and out. That's the time when Sergeant Slaughter was spitting on them, so they put on rain helmets. It, it, this was gold. Absolute gold. And I have to say, it has aged reasonably well. It still looks kind of cool. Looks and- edgy. And I know, you know, we can't hear the music now, obviously, but... It's a great theme song. Oh. One of, one of the best. Oh, one of the best. <clears throat> There's China, a handsome woman. <laughs> what was she, the European champ at the time? No, um, she was holding Sean's European championship. Is Sean the European champ here? He's I both. believe so, yeah. He didn't... Did he drop it to Hunter? He sure did. Yeah. He laid down. Yeah, I don't think he dropped it yet. I'm not sure, though. Yeah, because he had it at the screw job. Didn't and, he? And I believe he had it in his Hell in the Cell match against him. He did. He didn't have the W. Yeah, you're right. Look at that timeline. What a year. And I love that they couldn't even put the European belt on the line in that match because people just knew Taker's not winning the European strap. <laughs> wow, so we don't even get to see Shamrock's entrance. I, I think I, I went a little... I think Shamrock cut a promo. They went out and then... So, uh, the, so the people that are trying to follow along with this at home have absolutely we'll just, no. I don't think that's Nikki Kayfabe's fault. I think the promo was put as a separate segment, so he clicked the yeah. wrong thing. So it went separate segments. So Shamrock cut a promo, came out. DX cut a promo, and then came out. Earl Hebner is raising the belt in the air. It is now facing the hard can. If if it is lining up, you are in the right spot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we went from title belts looking like that to the crap it is now. It's amazing, right? I don't remember Shamrock ever wearing gear like that. He's just got black trunks on, right? Very, uh... And Sean is just bronze. Yeah. (laughs) This is prime uh, for him, Papa Pill and Papa Natanen booth. Sean looks good. Sean looks good. So does does Earl Hebner. Shamrock doesn't? Uh, 
Shamrock always looks good. Shamrock looks the same. Shamrock yeah. still works. I can't believe Shamrock had a main event that we did not remember. This is a very significant thing. This is a mid-carder getting their push, per se, right? Breaking the eyes early. The short, the short punches. Gotta be scary being in the ring with a guy like Shamrock. If he forgets I, where he is, he can kill you. That's uh, what he will fuck you up. I was thinking the same thing. I feel like Shamrock snaps and you're, you're gonna be dead. And look how ripped that, the shit he is. I mean, come on. I mean, this guy's huge. Oh, look at Man, that. That was a good kick. And I miss having no, Look at Sean bumping like Oh, there it is. <laughs> you must have not wanted to do this shit. Damn. <laughs> not since uh, the big boots from Hogan that I see someone like that. But you said before, Shamrock snapped. That used to be his thing. Yeah. He used to snap. Yeah, yeah and then, it, then then shit got real. Will you look at this fucking idiot shirt? The H with the cube. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I miss having the cameraman, like all the photographers and shit around the ring. It made it look, again, there was yeah. such a more realism to this then. They really tried to push it to something else. They're making movies now. I mean, they're making movies. This is when yeah. they still, still had the trimmings of an athletic... Competition, you know, yeah. right? Today it's just them making movies. I mean, they really are making movies. It's what they're not even filming them in the ring no more. Yeah, you're they, right. You know, they're making just film. Yeah, it definitely has a different feel. This is a callback to the days of uh, of real wrestling, and Sean's big. Sean's a big dude. I mean, Sean's a small guy he's, comparably to a lot of the other wrestlers, but he is big here. Yeah, he's he still is selling that kick too. He is an athlete. I, I can't believe how good Sean looks here. I forgot how full a uh, fucking short uh, Shamrock is. And you weren't kidding about his tights. Those I don't really remember seeing those tights too often. The, the Shawn Michaels one, right? They right. stand out, man. Oh. I feel like when in doubt, Shawn just oversells. Shawn, Shamrock's just throwing straight rights and just throws this guy. Oh, you know, my. Interesting. Shawn is working like Shamrock is... Uh, Twice his size and yeah. twice his strength, and he's just not. And that, but you know what? It works in a way because you expect that out of Ken Shamrock. He's a real, you know, MMA athlete. Yeah, but when Sean got into the ring, oh, there it is. Jesus, eat your heart out, Ric Flair. I love that fucking spot. He's still rolling. <laughs> that was a little bit much. A little much. I mean, it looks like he's he's getting the guy. He's making him look good. He's trying to get him he's over. He's trying to look, make him look good, yeah. But he's going to get him over on his terms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you're going to put Terry over? Watch the backflips. Funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. He got all... Ten oh, we'll well, you we, know we, what? You're making me watch this? I know the match that I'm pulling out. <laughs> Don't put people through that. That's... I would put that... That was not a bad match. It's one of Hogan's better matches, but let's stick okay, to this. Yeah, let's stick to this. Man, China's ripped. Holy shit. Nikki K. Fames, you think you got a chance with a fight with her? Like, you think you're getting... Oh! Ooh, there it is. Look at the miss. Look at Sean spitting it. Oh, excellent. Excellent, excellent. I'm just waiting for Sean to do that big forearm off the rope. Oh, oh there we go. And then he smiled. No, he's trying to get into his head. He's trying to throw Shamrock off of his game. Such a good heel. Very underrated. He's going to push him off. Look. Not for nothing. And he eats it. Frank Cliff, I'm telling you right now, if you were to watch that Hogan match, same thing. Yeah. Same spot we're seeing here where he keeps jumping up and giving him the punches on the rope and kept getting thrown off. Same exact match in a yeah. lot of spots. Very interesting. Especially in that, you know, 
Shamrock is is smaller than Sean is. He just is. Yeah, he's definitely more ripped though. But I, I get your point with that. I don't know why he's selling for him like that. I mean, I, I know why he's doing it. Yeah, make him look good. Yeah. I mean, I wonder how did Shamrock get this spot? I, I'm very very confused on it. I it, this is definitely before the corporation and all that shit, so he shouldn't have been getting pushed. Maybe it was like his debut around there. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, this is when he was first coming in, Shamrock. So there you go. It was, there it is again. This was your first idea of a crossover with him when they were trying to push him as a, you know. Never really got off the ground. He had a feud with The Rock. Career. He had a feud with The Rock. He had a few, the thing is, at that point, he was relevant, though. Regardless of what he was doing, he was, he had some, I feel like the mid-carders back then were so much more relevant than the ones Oh, now. definitely. He's relevant, but if he had a slightly better personality, he could have been just as good as Kurt Angle. And, I, and I'm t- and I'm going to tell you the reason I'm sure Shamrock was always, as you say, relevant was because they were probably paying a lot of money oh, yeah. for Ken Shamrock. He definitely cost them a pretty penny. Why, thank you. Nick, what do you want me to do? You want me to, I'll pour it. That's nice. As you could uh, hear, our friends here are <laughs> just, responsibly just a whisper. taking just a, a little, little whisper. You know? Nikki Kayfabes and I are drinking a bottle of Jack Daniels. For Taker. Yeah, you guys watch one fucking podcast, you'd think you'd be Undertaker now, jackass. <laughs> Look at this. Oh. I would tell the viewers what you're drinking, but I don't want to embarrass you. <laughs> Sean, oh, that was a nice. So Sean tried to flip him up. Now he's got him up. Shamrock is just manhandling. Shamrock is manhandling the boy toy. Yeah. And now, oh, jabs to the gut, punches to the head. Sean's hung up. <laughs> Sean is really- Sean's back down. Sean is, is working for his money today. He's going to go inside. Oh, there he goes. Kick to the gut. He's going to go up now. Watch. Kick him. Boom. Oh, there it yep. is. Oh, and now, he's on the rope. now he's going to shake the ropes up and down. Here we go. <laughs> Thank you, watch There it is. I did watch it. I watched it when he did it with Terry. <laughs> Brother. Oh, look at that. Look at the leap. Same. And now he's going to punch him. Punch right to the head. Boom. Oh, belly to belly. Trying to belly to belly. Grant's on the ref. Earl was his good oh, luck job. What a move. Classic. What a move. Earl Hebner. Absolutely. Let me tell you something. If Earl Hebner was the security guard at a bank, just kiss your money goodbye. <laughs> Earl didn't see shit. <laughs> oh, here's Hunter um, getting involved. Hunter getting his licks in on the outside. <laughs> yeah, what? let me let me work with the MMA guy. I'll he, make him look good. You see, he's, he's wearing pummeling him. He's wearing knee pads on outside his jeans. That used he's to a, be his gimmick. He's a fucking idiot. That's when he stopped being the uh, the blue blood <laughs> and became the jackass. Oh, showing off the top. Very nice. I'm still laughing at what he said. What? Oh, Hunter. He said, look at him. Have you ever seen someone who just had an air of uncoolness about him? <laughs> as as Hunter Helmsley. I do like the Sean, the Sean gear, though. Sean's gear. Sean looking like 100%. This is Sean in his prime. This is after the screw. Oh, nice. Baby. Yeah, but this is the key is this is before the fucking casket match. This might have been one of his last good matches because we all know WrestleMania 14 is as good of a story as it told. Shawn Michaels was hurt. He was not 100%. And that damn casket match because some selfish prick decided to throw him and break his fucking back. You're going to blame Taker for that? And I'm sure that that little bump was just the straw that broke the camel's back. Oh, I'm sure. 
Look at Shamrock. I'm just, I'm just saying it. Shamrock's throwing bombs and then China gets them from behind. Very good. So here you see, gentlemen, a story as old as time. Right? You got you got the faction on the outside. You got the ring general in the in the ring. You got a great ref. You got Shamrock who came in with a lot of uh Oh my god, Earl. Yeah, Earl just Earl, stopped. what the fuck, Earl? Look at that. China just slamming him. Hey, you're from the UFC? I'm gonna have this chick go out there and beat the shit out of you. <laughs> Look at that. Signs all around ringside. I miss signs. Look at that. There are a lot of cameramen outside there. I miss when they wore those jumpsuits like that. I like that shit. I miss when you were allowed to have indoor events. <laughs> Don't we all? Showing off the top again. Oh, oh, look at that. Just a splash. Yeah, it's... it's <laughs> just your run-of-the-mill splash. See, that's the as thing Frank about Cliff him. As Frank would say, well, nobody did the splash except Yokozuna. <laughs> Oh, he got Earl. Earl's distracted again. Earl, oh my see. God, Earl, Earl! There's Earl. a murder getting committed out there, Earl. Look Earl. at this piece of shit. He hit him over the fucking guardrail. Nothing. You don't hear the ping. His head. I know. Earl is now just he's, now. Earl's checking on him. You okay? Yeah, they just beat the shit out of me outside. Wouldn't yeah. Did you what? ever think that, like, when the ref comes over and checks on them after they've been laid out? Yeah, like, yeah. Open your eyes, dick. Open your eyes, Hebner. Jesus. I'm getting my clock cleaned out there. <laughs> you know who's probably having a and a what do they call that when you have a brain embolism? Aneurysm. Aneurysm. You know who's probably having an aneurysm right now? Jim Ross on commentary. Oh god. He's probably seen enough. That son of a bitch, Shawn Michaels, in that damn DX. <laughs> that goddamn Helmsley. And Lola's probably feeding into all of it. Lola's loving it. Look yeah. at China's new puppies! Oh. You, you could have committed a murder. Jerry Lawler would have supported you <laughs> if you were healed. Why well, you gotta know J.R.? You know, he's a little rough around the edges, but you can't blame him. Oh, man. Shamrock's in the corner. Shamrock, looks like he's got some good cardio. He's not sweating too much. I mean, he's, he's a fucking cage fighter. <laughs> it's true. He's you know, this is, this is ballet for 20 minutes compared to that. <laughs> that one, they're actually getting hit in the fucking face. Yeah, he really is just a latitudinal move away from just being a murderer. Yeah. He's a professional cage fighter. He's no better than an animal. I mean, you you make really, a good point. Imagine if he ever did snap. He'd bring oh, these there guys he is. out. Oh, there we go. Look at Goldilocks. Oh, my God. You know what, though? I'm seeing a lot of Ric Flair in those punches. You can see Triple H did. Oh, there we go. Oh, oh you him. piece of shit. Oh, man, he missed Piece totally. of shit. That was a botch and a half. Look at him there. Don't do anything, <laughs> Back up. He missed it. Shamrock didn't even sell it. He just... Good. <laughs> Good. What do you want Shamrock to do? They act like he got hit by wind? Right. Maybe maybe if maybe he had a professional throwing that punch, he wouldn't have had this problem. <laughs> All right, Kuhn, you ready to do this? Nikki K. Fabes? Oh, we're, we're Bottoms whole, up, gentlemen. The whole way? Let's do it. All right, babe. Pinfall. No. One, two, kick out. Oh, looking classic. There we go. Eye rake. Love a good eye rake. Forgotten move in the industry. Good old pinch of the eyes. It's it's illegal, Frank. It's not forgotten. The reason you don't see it a lot, it is illegal. You just have to slam it down, right? <sighs> All right, headlock. Shamrock has to be. You know, they should really avoid the shoot holds when they're going against, like, a guy who knows how to grapple people. That's the arrogance of Shawn Michaels. I mean, think about it. You ever see Triple H put Kurt Angle in a headlock? It doesn't make any fucking sense. 
No, Triple H thought uh, Kurt Angle was too small to be a legitimate athlete. That's true. Fucking <laughs> idiot. Yeah, Ken's selling good, though. I'll tell you what, he looks better than Rousey did. It, it, it's so hard to yeah, get a gauge on stop. how good Shamrock is, because Sean is so good. So, you know, how Bingo good is Bingo two out of three falls with a broomstick. Like, Shamrock couldn't work for one move with Triple H. He couldn't sell a punch from him. That's true. And, and so. he's in there with Sean. Sean makes him look like a million dollars. Now, it also, because Triple H isn't very good. He probably wasn't here, but... What were you saying, K-Fapes? He said he was better than Rousey, and I, I mean, I'm not going to get into that argument again. I I thought Rousey was great. You don't think Ken Shamrock was better than her? I, I think Ken Shamrock was really good, too. But... I think Rousey was better as well. Wow. Different, though. Different. Different. Oh, oh nice take very down. nice takedown. Nice pin. You don't see that pin anymore. No. Good that was probably taught to him. That's probably a Briscoe. <laughs> you know what you should do out there. Hook the leg. Sean, in the hey, midst Sean. of his drug-filled rage, has his wedding ring around his neck <laughs> like a good Catholic man. <laughs> what a guy. It's crazy because, like, I, I realized just by rewatching the Attitude Era recently that he starts wearing the ring around his neck right at peak being piece of shit. Maybe he had to show it, you know? I don't know. It's crazy. Look, man, if, if Sean had done it any other way... He wouldn't have been as good. Does he it's go true. down as, as the best of all time? You have to be that way. Look at him. I, mean, I need to get this guy over, but I'm getting myself over too. Look, first. I, I can't sit here and say, undisputably, that Shawn Michaels is the best of all time. But I could say he's in that conversation. Easily. I mean, I, you know, do I think he's the best of all time? Probably. Maybe, yeah. maybe Flair has a little bit on him, but in, but in ring, bell to bell, nobody fucking better. Nobody. 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 No one I've seen. He's the only guy that can make everybody look good. And, like, name a bad match. It's hard to. He made Shelton Benjamin a star from taking a super kick. And this is a great, uh, this, this is, you know, not a great match, but this is a good match, too. I mean, Sean didn't have, I don't know of a single clunker Sean's ever had. That's my point. I and mean, when you put him in the ring with someone big, if it was Angle at Mania, if it was Undertaker Streak, if it was a triple threat, if it was a ladder match, this fucking guy delivered every single time. Absolutely. There's a match during that run. I mean, it was before this run. Maybe we'll put this into our into our pool. Mind games. Did you ever see the match he had with Bully? Mankind? Unbelievable. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. And go look at that whole run. He had matches with shitbag wrestlers and made everybody look fucking good. He made Vader look good. Yeah. I don't remember if they had a match well, with Vader. Vader just was, ran well, in. Vader but Vader was, was good. Yeah. But at that point, he's at the back end. Right. And he's bigger. Yeah. You know, it's slow. But this guy just made everybody look good in the fucking 90s. And even in this match, I mean, he's making this guy look like a powerhouse. And yeah, Shamrock is now lighting up Sean in the corners. I do like I like uh, Shamrock's uh, fist work. Sean's getting tangled Remember? up again. <laughs> Every time. The man's never hit a turnbuckle. There it is. He just gets tangled up and they're looking dizzy. <laughs> Sean don't know where he is. He comes a big forearm. Oh, no. We Ooh. didn't. Uh, oh, I know it's Shamrock's getting... He's getting hyped up after that backdrop. So you're gonna give him getting that hyped uh, up. Speaking of Nikki K. Fabes, that's an elbow from Shamrock. He missed it. Getting missed off. it. I'm right here. I can pour get... a drink and watch. <laughs> the boys are getting saucy tonight. Oh. oh, power slam! What we got? Two kicks out. Call that a whisper. Not not too much, K. Fabes. Oh, Hurricane Rana from Shamrock. Very impressive. 
I don't remember Shamrock whipping this stuff out. I don't remember much of Shamrock. So when, when Frank Cliff told me today he wants to do a watch along, and I said, what match? And he said, Shamrock versus Michaels. I said, not really, what match? <laughs> and he said, no, no, I want to do Shamrock and Shawn Michaels. Number one, uh, you know, the dates work out. We're both in December. And, and you know, she, to and his credit, this was a good match. I said, mean, Shamrock said it was his favorite match, right? Right. Yes, that was also right. another reasoning. Oh, um, look at Earl. Missed it. See, he has <laughs> you missed, you missed that iPhone. He so purposely cool. turned around. That's what he does. He oh, just he just looks. got caught in a... Oh, he got... He's blind now. He can't see. He went, just went down, Shamrock. Got both eyes. Um, what's very interesting is you guys are saying, like, you don't remember Shamrock. It's because at that time, we have to really look back and see all the talent. These guys slipped through our fingers. We didn't really pay attention to them. We were too busy dealing with The Rock, Stone Cold, Michaels, Triple H, Sorry, Angle. Uh, too, I was too busy being five years old. <laughs> well, Shamrock was in the union, right? Oh, sure was. Oh, I love that theme. Corporate. That, that might be my favorite theme song of all time. That, that is the single worst opinion. I love the that. Union? Look at what happened here. Sean just took just took Hebner and pulled him in the corner. And now just Oh, my. Sham Can you hit one of them, you piece of shit? Shamrock is just getting worked over by Hunter. Yeah, but he hits a punch. My God. God. Come on. He's like, oh, see that? in the back. He's like, oh, Hunter just threw him in. I didn't see it. Pathetic. Pathetic. No, but every time back in the old... The old video game, I used to use the Union theme song all the time. Well, we're going to get to that in a second. But <laughs> how? Because believe me, there's a lot to unpack in that uh, You guys want to see an elbow drop? Pay attention. I think Bailey, throw, Bailey, th Bailey throws a good one, too. Is Randy, Shut the fuck up. Is Randy Savage here? Look, he got the little sucking in. I, Very come good. on. Come Very on. good. Shamrock got... Uh, Oh, here we go. He's about to wake up he's to tuning up the band. He's about to wake up to go to sleep. I love it. I don't think he hits it. The I mean, he always missed one, right? I don't think he hits it. Yeah, there, there you go. go. Nice oh, belly oh. to belly. Hey. Oh, oh, wow. Look at a that. Short belly to belly. Signaling for the ankle lock. He's rolling Sean over. Oh. And DX oh, has seen it up and we're throwing it out. There it is. The and DQ. That, and that's the finish. I remembered the finish being a DQ. I didn't remember how, but of okay, course. Okay, so before we finish calling this finish, I see that it's wrapping up here. The Union. I love this. Wasn't the song on. just Union, 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 yeah. Union. And it, it was it was Foley, Big Show, Test. Rest and, in peace. And East, Shamrock. And yeah. Shamrock. Yep. What and a they, random fucking stable that was, right? And they carry two by fours. Yep. You, you, well, of course Nick would like them. <laughs> I love the theme. Yeah, that's because someone probably walked into the office and said to Vince, we're thinking about forming a union. Ha! So am I! It was. That's exactly what it was. You pieces of shit. Go they grab your two by fours and pick at the line, you what? bastards. That's still beating the shit out of Shamrock. You damn right. Why a union? I'll give you a Foley. <laughs> Sean's not even doing it anymore. Uh, here we go. Hand raised. Oh, oh, who the fuck is that? Running. Piece of shit. Who fucking attacked Sean that way? That oh, Owen? yeah, it's the fucking nugget. That's Owen Hart because they were still trying to build something off of Montreal. This is a month after yeah. the Montreal incident. Oh, shit. R.I.P. Owen's yeah, fucking bro. huge. Look, Look at, at him. Scratching his face. That's good. Yeah. And he Owen went through the. Hart. Did they go through the table together just now? Or was that table they, popped out? No, they, they, they panned away, so... Oh, here's Hunter back. Yeah, Hunter. Oh, here we go. Sticking his nose Is Davey Boy Smith along. coming? Oh, oh, it's gone. Oh, he, he went into the crowd. He went over people, and he's out. Look at that guy with the leather jacket and the, <laughs> the police officer. Wow, look how 
this crowd is so much closer than it usually. I mean, he's jumping over these people. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now, well, now they would have that whole section. Oh my god! Look at that guy. Some kids trying to jump on him. Owen's just trying to get out of that. Get the fuck off me, Americans! Yeah. They're all hugging him. All these fans. Look at him. We love you, man. We love you. Shook. <laughs> Fucking Sean, how disrespectful. Sean, Sean went through that with Owen. How yeah, that's sick. What a nice spot. Oh, his nose is bleeding. Yeah, he got fucked up with that one. Pieces of shit. That stupid You shirt. never trust those damn hearts. That stupid shirt, those stupid knee pads. This idiot. I, want, I, hope they, I hope they replay that. I want to see him go through it with... Oh, there he is. Pat Patterson. He is out there. All right, Pink. You know what? Fuck it, Kuhn. All right, here we go. Hey, Faves. Perfect time. Shoot it. Salud. <laughs> the good stuff. Now they're in the ring. They're standing tall. Doesn't look like a big building for that one. Looks like a relatively small building. Well, folks, on behalf of Ring Crew Radio, on behalf of the High Flyer, Frank Cliff, on behalf of the infamous Nikki K. Fabes. Wow. Gentlemen, this was fun. Absolutely. I enjoyed the match. It was good. Thank you, Frank. I, this was yeah. more pleasant than I thought it was going to be. For sure. But For sure. how about this? Can I pick the match next time? Absolutely. You got you got next time. Excellent. This is Ring Crew Radio, signing <laughs> off with DX Standing Tall.